Hello and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and today you get a double dose of Samantha's. I have my guest, Samantha Blossom, back on the podcast, and she is a business oracle for visionaries and entrepreneurs. And you know those people where you hang out with them, whether it's on Zoom or in person, and you just leave feeling filled up, sparkly, magical, excited, and ready to take on your life. That is Samantha in my world. She is here with a mission to support heart-led creators with making bank, living free, and impacting the world. And all of her tools are designed and created for more flow and ease to spontaneously occur in your universe so that you can do what you do with even more power, magic, ease, and freedom. We talk about body talk today. We talk about the body's consciousness. We talk about health. We talk about money. We talk about energy. We talk about the universe. We talk about healing. We talk about so much good stuff. So if you love this podcast episode, share it with a friend, tag us on Instagram at Samantha Joe Harvey, and we'll tag Samantha's in the show notes as well. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Samantha Blossom, welcome back to the podcast. Gosh, it's been years since you were on, and I feel like you and I have grown so much, and I'm so happy to welcome you back and to dive in even deeper into all the things. Thanks for being here. Yay. Oh my gosh, Samantha. I love you so much. And really seeing you grow is like so fun. Like, wow. I just feel like our last talk from now, we're both like worlds different. Like, wow. (laughs) Well, and I think that's the beauty of this world and this work. It's like when you find soul sisters and people that are committed to their growth and committed to their expansion and you're able to grow maybe it's not even at the same rate, but on the same trajectory and be able to see that like friends that actually walk the walk and talk the talk, like not just talking it, but actually do the work behind the scenes. Like you can feel that energy and it's always so good to catch up with you and to be in your space. So thanks for being on the podcast. I can't wait for today. Yay. I was so stoked about today. And I love that I got to meet some of your lovely goddesses. That was so fun. They're all so magical. Like, yay. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved having you in my higher level mastermind, sex, money, magic, and you came in and did a body talk session. We talked all about money, wealth, energetics. We dove into stories about parents, what we've been carrying ancestrally. Like we did so much. And so I knew that I wanted to bring you to the podcast so that everyone could really get a piece and a taste of your magic. So I want to talk first about what is body talk, because it was something very new for the women in there. And and my experience with it is really only from you. So can you talk about what that is? Yes. I could talk all day about body talk because, you know, for me personally, I had like acne on like my face, my chest, my back. I had headaches and, and back pain and like body talk, like over time, like literally healed all of that. And so what body talk is, it's a consciousness based healing system, which means if you were to look at a house 
before you build the house, there's a blueprint. So there's a blueprint and there's instructions to build the house. So there's a blueprint and instructions to build your cells, to build your physical body, to build the energy of everything that you've created in your life. And so when a Western medicine is working, when a Western medicine practitioner is working on a body, they're looking at here's the physical body and here's what's available. But when we look at body talk, we're looking at, okay, what's in the energy field. So if the body literally doesn't have an energy frequency, we can like download the frequency and bring it in, you know? And that's something that they also do in a style of healing called NAT. But essentially it's like this body may not have a nutrient that it needs and we need to bring it in. Or maybe it's been like running an old operating system. Like you're, you know, let's say your like great, great, great grandmother went through famine and then all of that DNA coding is locked up in your system. And then you keep repeating, like, there's not enough, there's not enough, there's not enough. And really it's like, we can just like playfully go into the coding adjust the coding. I mean, I had a client with brain tumors that dissolved, you know, like one session, she was about to have brain surgery and we did one session. She did the CAT scan again and it was like gone. And she's like, what? I mean, I'm literally like, what in the actual fuck? Like this is wild to me. Wild. It's so wild. And it's so amazing. And it's like, you know, there's not big commercials like advertising this technology, obviously, you know, it's like, oh, someone did one session with me. And then it was, it's like, you know, it's not like even financially, whatever for most people, you know, it's like, they want to keep you on some kind of medication or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so I've seen lots of cool things. So let's go back. So body talk is pretty complex in that, like, your, you have different organs and endocrines that may not be communicating as well. So we would like update the conversation between your organs and, and endocrine systems. You may have a hormone, you know, the receptors aren't taking the hormone or you're not creating enough of the hormone. Like there's so much that could be happening in the body. We can look at the chakra system, the sub chakra, sub sub chakra of a chakra system that might be jammed you're looking at your Chinese meridian system, there might be the energy highway might be blocked somewhere. And it's so subtle. It's just like a little tiny, like, Hey body, did you know, like this is blocked right here? Like, let's turn it back on, you know? And that's how brilliant your body is. Your body is like highly intelligent, but doesn't speak English. And so instead it's like speaking to you in symptoms, like, Hey, you're not hearing me here. Like I would love it. You know, I need some attention here. You know, it also works through identity layers, you know, so for instance, like sometimes I see this a lot, like someone's like a celebrity and then they start to put on a mask and then the energetic mask actually like distorts their physical body. Like it starts to like, they can't sleep and like all these things, you know, and it's because they like, they bought into a persona and then they can't like take it off, you know? Um, So there's like lots of things that I feel like from body talk, it's like you would you would know that that could happen in a system where like most people don't even think about that happening. And so, you know, like I just had a client like, um, anyways, her brother is like in the NFL and it's like really like a, a huge thing happened in their house. I did like a, like a couple minutes of a energy thing and they were like, oh my God, it's like done. It's like complete, like it's like a non-issue, like what, you know, um, 
And I think that's how fast sometimes things can happen when you work from that top-down effect, which means like you're working in the consciousness field. You're not like trying to change from the reality part. You're like, here's the instructions to reality. So you're rewriting the instructions to reality. So it is like, you know, even when we take classes, like each class, they're like, take this class three times because your brain's going to be like, how is this possible? Like, it's just like, it's such a new way of thinking that your brain's like, what? Like that can't be real. I don't. And and so it's like, you, you have to like, see it, see the miracles happening over and over again to be like, yeah, that just happened. You know, (laughs) I am absolutely fascinated. So do you like actually get like a certification? Do you go to school for this? Like, how are you mentored in it? I'm just personally fascinated. Yeah. I mean, body talk is a huge system, you know? And so now I feel so like, like my undergrad was in biochem and then I went to Chinese medicine school and then I came back in 2011 and I found body talk. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, basically it's like organizing your intuition, right? It's like you have all these charts and you, and all of a sudden you're like, your intuition is no longer blurry. It's like zoomed in accurate and spot on. So I probably spent over 50 grand just learning body talk and probably took at least three years to just like really master it. The first few months you're like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, (laughs) and you just, and a lot of people quit because it seems so complicated and it's like, but you just keep trusting, keep trusting, keep trusting, and you become more accurate, more accurate, you know? Um, but yeah, so I feel like, well, now I've invented my own modality called the quantum particles. So I feel like I've kind of like taken everything that I learned and created shortcuts. So they don't have to like go through that whole thing (laughs) and being like, Hey, boom, like literally one of the guys, he had like night terrors. He came in class. Like he had no night terrors. Like, I mean, for three weeks since he started the class already. So, um, so I feel like I've found some shortcuts to like, kind of like speed up that process, but I, I feel like we're always evolving. You know, it's like someone invents something and then someone comes in and is like, oh, that was awesome. But like, let me improve it. You know, mm, it's so good. And I, and I also love that you took the ownership of like, I feel this. And also I have this intuitive hit that there could be something more efficient or more effective. And I feel like that's also been a similar journey for me, where when I first started learning about coaching and how to do it effectively and emotional intelligence, it was like very much like, this is the structure that you do, and this is how you do it. And as I began to do it more and work with clients, I'm like, there's gotta be a different way. There's gotta be a more effective way. And allowing that intuition to come through and be like, here's how you can do this in a different way. Here's how you incorporate the body in a different way. Here's how you do this. Like, I, I love that. So do you offer, I know that you offer one-on-ones, but you also offer this in a class situation. Yeah. So I, (laughs) I made the quantum particle almost more like a community project. It's like, $333 for lifetime access. Cause like, to me, I'm just kind of like, it's more about like, how can we bring as much light into the planet, bring as much light into the grid as possible. So I made it like as easy as possible, as playful as possible. And that it's kind of like a co-creation, you know? So it's like the more each of us use it, the faster it starts to come in. Literally, like I had one of my uh, real estate agent friend clients, like her son had like broken his finger and Um, the doctors were like, well, we can't even do like, there's nothing we can do for it, you know? And like, we, I just taught him a little energy technique. He did it every day. And now it's like completely straight, but it was like bent, you know? And he's only like, I think it was like 10 or 11, you know? 
And it's like, to be like, oh, his whole life, like he was just going to have a bent finger. No, we just did like a couple things and like it straightened out. And he's still like, I can't believe that happened. You know, even during, he's like, is this going to work? And his mom was like, yeah, it's like Star Wars, you know, just like, (laughs) and he kind of understood that. Well, and I love this energetic work, like in my world, like this is a, in the last couple of years, it's really opened up and it's super powerful. And I loved what you said earlier about the body being a highly intelligent being like the body is so wise and so intelligent. And me with like what I do with embodiment and movement and dance and, and releasing energy through the body. Um, I feel like in a lot of the personal development spaces, not necessarily spiritual spaces, but in the personal development spaces, it's so mind oriented. Like it's the brain and then the heart versus feeling the body and the heart and all of the wisdom that is there. And I feel like that has been a big giant piece for me moving through the masculine, feminine, releasing past things, like all of this stuff. I'm even moving and swaying my body as I'm talking right now. It's like the body she knows. And what I'm, think is super cool is that you're, you're working in, in both the, the subconscious, the body and, and all of the cells, like my, my brain still doesn't fully understand it, but I I'm obsessed with it. So (laughs) I'm, I'm curious though, cause you, you've done all the things like you did biochemistry undergrad, you did Chinese medicine, you've done human design, gene keys, body talk. Like, can you talk to us about how, well, first of all, what is, what are gene keys and how does that work? And then how do them, how do they all work together? The human design, gene keys and body talk. So I, you know, I started out, body talk was like my main thing for a really long time. And, and then the thing that I was seeing though, was it was like, I would upgrade their operating system, but then they would go home and not have a tool to understand how to maintain their vehicle. You know, it's like, okay, like I would be like the mechanic and kind of like, you know, like update them, but then they would go home and like, kind of like make the same things. And then it would kind of like muddy up the energy field again. And so I was like, gosh, we, we, I have to find some more solutions, you know? And so then as I found like human design and gene keys, then I was like, oh, wait, now I can look at their human design and do an even deeper body talk session because I can see where they would most likely have their energy field jammed up. So in human design, there's like open centers and closed centers. So the open centers are your receptor sites. You know, they're like more receptive and spongy. So I can use body talk to dismantle and disintegrate the things that might be like other people's emotions or other people's agendas that are in their system then unlocks their body to allow more flow. And, you know, and so then I just started teaching them like human design and gene keys along with like, to me, body talk is the deconditioning tool. It's the, it's where I can support them. And cause usually they say human design takes seven years to decondition. So I feel like through body talk, I can like speed that up so much faster because we can work on like family ancestral programming, all these things to kind of like clean it up. And then, you know, and then at the same time, it, it kind of, it's like, it's, it's all the different angles. Cause like at the same time, over time, when you do a lot of body talk, you kind of naturally step into your own design. Um, but I was just trying to, I was just wanting to find like a faster route for people. So something that they could go home and be like, okay, what am I doing that's creating stress? And what am I doing that's shocking my system versus like, what would it feel like for me to allow synergy? You know, it's like, 
because when we're in our human design, then we're more a vibrational, just like you were talking about the body, we're more in our body and we're more like vibrational. And we realize like, you know, our verbal conversation or our written conversation is like 8% communication. You know, it's like, it's really more like the whole frequency of your being that's having that conversation. And yeah. And so I feel like people are getting way faster results just by the combination of it, you know? Yeah, totally. So you brought up, you brought up ancestral things. And I think for some of the listeners, this might be a new concept. Um, and, and most of the stuff that we talk about here is very much like this lifetime, these present issues, childhood interpretation, how I move forward, confidence and all of that. But I want to speak to this ancestral piece. And I want to look at both like lineage and past lives and how that plays into what we experience in this current lifetime. Like, is this story of scarcity really because I heard mom and dad talk that talk about money, not growing on trees, or is there some deeper conditioning that's happening that I'm not even aware of? So can you speak into the ancestral baggage, I guess, for a lack of better words and like what that is and how do you know, if someone is listening, how do I know that I have ancestral things to clean up? So I feel like probably everybody has ancestral things to clean up and not just ancestral, but they also have collective karma to clean up. So as in like this person may have like, okay, so this goes like kind of complex, but it's like, you come to the planet and we get, you know, when you hear like 50 people say like, I was like Marilyn Monroe in a past life, you know, or like, and it's because you come to the planet and you kind of get like what they call the mahat. Like you get like a whole scoop of like planetary karma to process in your system. So, um, so that means like, you know, World War II, Nazi, all that stuff. It's like a lot of us are processing it, even though some of us may not have even had that like ancestral timeline, you know? Um, and that's, that's where this whole story gets like, whoa, (laughs) you know? So (laughs) So, and like, unless I learned body talk, no way would I understand that. Or no way would I even think like that was an issue, you know, um, just like, gosh, I don't know how anyways. So I had, I had to clean up from this portal, uh, like a woman that was like in Japan, she committed suicide from like, um, just so much stress from studying. And it's like, when the woman, like, cleared that out of me. I was like, God, that makes so much sense. Cause it was like, I would be like studying and like, just create so much pressure for myself around just trying to get an A, but like, I just couldn't understand like why that pressure was there, you know? And it was like, she cleared that out and it's like this lightness just like happened. So I don't think that, you know, I don't think anyone ever is like, Oh, I know that I need this. But I think that once you get the session and the clearing happens, you're like, whoa, I feel so much better. I didn't even know that I could feel this good, you know? And I think that's, what's been the case for me over and over again. It's like, I knew something was off and nobody had solutions. And then I would pay like expensive amounts of just being like, okay, I just, I'm just going to try it, you know? And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, that thing's gone, (laughs) you know, where I'm like, I didn't even know that that was like, so much pressure, you know, and then it's like, you don't know how good you can feel until you feel it, you know, and I think that is like, 
that is the hardest part for me around marketing, especially with body talk. Cause I'm like, like a person doesn't even know that they need it, you know? <laughs> and, and it's not until afterwards they're like, oh my gosh, like I have more flow. Like, I feel like I can do 30 things today instead of 10. Like, how did that just happen? And, you know, and the thing is, it's like, there is also this kind of like, sometimes they have like a reboot period where it's like, they just had a session. So they might like get really tired or something the next day, but it's like their systems deeply reorganizing and then they rise up and then like, I'm like clear and faster. And I don't know why. Um, and to me, all of that is because it's like, here's a computer and you had all these tabs open and I like turned off like 30 tabs and now you can focus, you know? Mm, yeah, that's incredible. So I'm really interested in this idea of, of like, you don't know how good you'll feel until you feel it. Like I used to feel like that in the health and wellness space. I felt like that in the embodiment space, the personal development space. I'm like, no, you have no idea. Like truly, how do I show you? It's not about a before and after picture. It's not about the glow that you can see after someone does work and they actually age backwards and they look younger. Like I have totally felt this too. And I love that you speak into it. And what I'm really curious about is like this idea of, of having it all like, feeling amazing, feeling the flow, feeling the ease, feeling the confidence, having all of this. And what I hear a lot of, of fears that come up around this is like, number one, is that actually possible? And if my dream life popped into my lap, would I have the capacity to hold it? And so I'm curious if there's like some scarcity programming around that, that you want to speak into. Yeah. I love that. So I feel like, so let's go back. We were talking about like ancestral stuff or past life stuff. So like, let's say we have like past life stuff on, oh, like I was super wealthy. And then like lots of people stole from me, you know? So then like, you might still have that fear coding in your nervous system of like, I want to have a lot, but I'm also like afraid, like the more I have, the more people are going to want from me and take from me, you know? Um, or, or like ancestrally, like, let's say you have a lot of religious programming that says like having a lot is bad. So then like some part of your system is going to be rejecting you having anything, you know, and it's going to be like, like all of a sudden you're like, wow, I made a 50 K month and then I just spent it, you know? And it's like, and that's because like that ancestral programming is like, no, that's bad. We don't have that. Like, let's like get rid of it, you know? Um, and that could happen from all, like there's, there's other pieces to that too. That could also be like childhood, of course, you know, it's like, that could be like self-criticism. It's like one part of you is in creation mode. And then the self-criticism is like essentially like attacking and breaking down the thing that you just created, you know? And so I feel like body talks a great way to kind of like observe those like archetypes and personality traits and, um, and just like cleaning that conversation up where I think sometimes it's really hard to see that in your conscious world. Like, even if you try to journal it, or even if you try to meditate, you're like, you can't see the whole picture sometimes, you know? And I think like when I get a session, I'm like, wow, I'm like blown away. I'm just like, yes, that's exactly what's happening. And it just feels so, and it's like, all of a sudden it's like that part of me has resolved an issue. And I'm like, wow, thank you. <laughs> like that's been weighing on me for a while. I didn't even know, you know? Oh yeah, totally. You, you mentioned something in the mastermind when you were speaking and it has been a phrase that the women have like held on to and they're obsessed with this idea of, I want it. I got it. 
<laughs> I want it. I got it. They're like singing it. They're saying it. And I, I would love for you to share, um, a little bit more about that. So I think that someone had talked about like seeing someone else and, and like the jealousy that they felt of like, well, that person has it. Like, shouldn't I have it? And can you speak into that? Yeah. So I I was saying like, it's like, okay, if you see someone else have it, the universe is essentially saying like, Hey, you can have this too. You know, it's like, you're getting closer. And what happens is it's like, I think that as a society, as a U.S. society, we suppress anger, you know, it's like, oh, it's not good to have anger. Right. But, you know, in the Latina cultures, you're like, oh, look at that girl. She's so spicy. Like anger is okay. Right. But what happens is like anger is like a liver meridian thing. And it's like wood elements. And the liver meridian is like best friends with the gallbladder. The gallbladder sends like courage through the body. The liver is like the manager of chi. And so when you see something and you get angry, if you can emotionally master that, you could be like, what? I want that too. You can like turn on a fuel and like a drive and a desire. It's actually like you and your eyes are associated with the liver. So you see it. So it's actually turning on your desire but we're like so uncomfortable with that feeling of like anger or jealousy instead of being like, wow, that just like lit a fire under me. I'm going to like do this. And I'm so excited. And I'm going to like, you know, so instead of just like, like having that energy almost like attack you because you're essentially being like, oh my gosh, they have that. That means I'm bad. Instead being like, wow, that, that energy just lit a fire under my butt. And I'm about to take some really bold, brave action because I'm ready for that, you know? And so I think it's like just shifting these little tiny internal conversations. And it's like learning to drive a car, you know, it's like learning to be like, oh, wait, I got this signal in the past. I would have like, just beat myself up and shut down and said like, whoa, no, that was a calling to rise. You know, it's like, oh no, that was a calling to like turn on, not to be like, not to take that energy and violently abuse myself, but to take that energy and be like, now I'm going to create something wild. You know, now I'm going to like really show up. Um, so I feel like it's just, it's just emotional mastery and it's just learning about that. And then, and then we begin to celebrate. We're like seeing that as a celebration, like, wow, every time I see that post, I'm getting closer. Like every time I see someone else rising, I'm like, yes, that's, that's the universe telling me like, I'm next, I'm next, I'm up next, you know? Mm, so good. So good. So let's talk about this idea of having, cause I know that this is like potent for you right now. This like consciousness of having without being a burden. Can we, can you go and riff on that? Yeah, actually this morning, just like lots of downloads came in. So imagine a woman who has like 10 properties and in her mind, she's like, oh my God, what if I'm going to lose all these properties? And then all of a sudden there's like lawsuit, this, that, whatever right? Versus the other woman who's tapped into her magic. She's like, I have 10 properties and I'm visualizing protection. It's like, I create the spell of protection. Like I know that what I have is like safe and loved and deeply protected. So I think that women have been conditioned to think that men are the ones to protect them. So it's like that the protection has to be external. And if that, if that external thing isn't there, then they don't have it, which creates separation and lack. Whereas like, if the woman is like, 
I am protected. I'm creating the spell of protection over my own property, over my own belongings, over my own money, over my own energy. Like literally it's like, if they didn't desire it, it wouldn't be there, you know, but once they desire it, they're like, yeah, I want this to be protected, which, you know, comes back to a very funny, simple story. But like, I had a red bike in China and they're always stolen And I had a red bike and it was never stolen. I had it for like four years. I would put a protection spell over it. My friend Redneck borrows it for one day and it gets stolen that afternoon. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that worked. I was like, wow, I literally put a protection spell over my bike every day. Cause I was just like, I knew that it was like a thing there. And so like every day I would just like do a little Reiki symbol over it. And I'm like, yeah, you're so safe. You're so protected. I wouldn't even lock it up sometimes, you know? And it's like, he takes it out one day and it gets, and I was like, whoa. And so like, I think that, you know, a lot of us don't even, we don't consciously think about like, okay, I have this now I'm protecting it. I have this. Now I'm going to make the decision that all of it is life force generating, you know, that not like I have this. And then it's like one more thing for me to take care of. Instead, it's like, I have this and it's bringing me life and I'm bringing life to it. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's so fun. You know? And I know like I had a, I had a yoga studio in downtown Vancouver and it was like, I felt like I had 20 babies overnight and I had 14 yoga teachers and I was like, oh my God. And I was exhausted, but it was a story I kept telling myself, you know, I was like, oh my God, the space is so big. And like, I have to clean it. And like, I have all, you know, like, it was just like, I I just like, didn't have the mindset, you know? And I was just like, this is exhausting. And it was like, every day I was like, this is exhausting, you know? And, and I really feel like, okay, like if I had the mindset of like, Ooh, like I'm in this and I'm going to make it so good. And then like, I'm just like going to hire a manager to take care of these things. And like, it would have been a totally different story, you know, but I think that like, so I feel like that's why I felt excited about like this consciousness around like having, you know, cause it's like, I, I hear a lot of women, they're like, oh, I just like, oh yeah, I do want a bigger house, but then I don't want to clean it. I'm like, yeah, hire someone to clean it. You know, it's like, um, I don't know. It's just like interesting. I don't know what your, what your world is like around that. Yeah. Well, I'm actually really curious of if we take this from this like giant idea and this concept and it, and we could boil it down for the listener to be able to take action in their life right now. Like, how do you take this information and, and say, okay, like I'm going to shift my mindset, but I'm actually going to feel it. I'm going to embodiment. It's not, it's not a like fake lie that I'm telling myself. Like how do you suggest someone takes that information and starts applying it? Ooh, I think that's a really good question. I think that's why I'm bringing it to the forefront. Cause like, I don't know the answer, but I do feel like, you know, the more we practice something, the more we normalize it, you know? And so maybe it's something as simple as being like, Hey, it really, it was fun to like have this, you know, and that's it. Or, mm-hmm. um, or just like, I think maybe even taking the meaning away from it, like taking the emotion out of it, you know, and just being like, Yes, I'm a woman with 10 properties. Like, yeah, you know, simple. Mm-hmm. yeah, and like not having it mean anything because maybe it's like the meaning and the story of it makes it like a big deal. Well, I th- yeah, I think it comes back to that idea of like the capacity. And if my dream life dropped into my lap right now, if you have that subconscious idea that it's going to be hard or it's going to be impossible or you're going to be exhausted or there's no way you can handle all of these things you know, 
we're powerful and our words are important. And so whatever we speak life over is going to happen. And so I do think that there's that piece of like, okay, past me would have thought that X, Y, Z would fall apart if I, if I had it all, but I'm committed to being in the story or being in the vibration or being in the frequency of, I can have it all. And then I can have this, or I could have 10 properties and it's going to be incredible. Um, so I do think that practice piece is, is important. And I do think it's realizing that we are powerful. Like if we, and in creating data points, I think creating data points is really helpful for the brain that like, can you find a time in your life where you spoke something and it came true? Like, can you see that? And can you start seeing, okay, if I start shifting the things that I'm saying, um, you know, how can that look different? I remember in my relationship, um, one of my former partners was very threatened by me and he kept saying, you're going to leave me. You're going to leave me. You're going to leave me. And I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good. And I think it was really coming from his wounding and, and, you know, there was a lot of work to be done there, but eventually I did leave. And I was like, yeah, this was a, you know, whenever we hear those self-fulfilling prophecies, I don't know if he had done the work and, and done his shifts and I continue to do my work if it would have been different, but it was one of those examples of like, yeah, if you put that out there, you're, you're setting it in motion. And so we get to be really, really aware of the languaging. And that's why I'm super huge with my clients on, on what are we actually speaking? Like, even when they're setting intentions, I, I get to, for lack of better terms, like break my clients. We're like, I don't want this. And I don't want this. I'm like, no, 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 we're not cancel, cancel, cancel. We're not calling in the negative. Like, how do we put this in a way where we're calling in what we actually desire versus what we don't want more of? Yeah. I feel like I do that a lot. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I, I think that, okay. I love that we're talking about this. So I feel like it's like, it's stretching the definition of having, because it's almost like new paradigm leadership. You know, it's like leadership doesn't look the way that it used to look where there's like a lot of sacrifice, you know? So it's kind of like, I think that's what it is. It's just like stretching that new definition in your mind. Like, okay. Like having like a bigger mastermind and more clients gets to feel good. Like having a bigger team and like more people to communicate with, like that gets to feel good, you know? And it's like, and, and I think it's just like stretching these little tiny definitions inside of like, what if I loved that? Like, if I loved that, what would that look like? And what would that feel like? And, you know, it, if I'm owning 10 properties, like, what does that look like for me versus this other person? And not, I, I always like gather data, just like you said, I'm like gathering data of like, oh, that person, she's super powerful and wealthy and she's having a great time. You know, like, I just like, I keep looking for like those data points of like, yeah, okay. Like she's doing it. She's doing it. Awesome. Like I, that means I can too. So I think my brain, instead of looking for like, oh, see how that person failed. Like I'm always looking for, whoa, see how successful that person was. Whoa, that's awesome. Like I'm ready for that. You know? Yeah. I'm seeing that a lot. I'm like in that space where I'm like thinking about babies in the next couple of years and like what that looks like. And I've been really aware of the conversations around it, specifically with like my business owner friends and what that is. And I'm super aware and similar to money too. And I, as I've been really shifting my money stories of, of the stories that the women have. And there are some stories where it's like, kids are hard and it's exhausting and it's draining and you can't do for you. And, and like, I hear a lot of that and I appreciate the rawness and the honesty from these people. And also I'm like, I don't want to choose into that. So I'm being very, 
careful with like what I'm allowing in my energetic field and my space. And I'm, I'm actively looking for people who are doing it differently. I'm actively looking for that data to say like, look, here's what is possible. And when we actively choose, I feel like that's what keeps us in our power versus being a victim to some story that kids are hard or some story that like losing weight is hard or being healthy is hard or, or whatever it is. Um, so that's been really real for me recently. I love that so much. I've, I've helped over 20 women have almost pain-free deliveries and because, and they like literally had their babies in like 30 minutes. They're like, I didn't even feel pregnant. What's happening. And, and, and I think it's because I trained them. I was like, you are so powerful. Like you are in your body. You are like an animal. And I'm like, I'm like, don't let anyone distract you because like when you're in there, if someone else is taking your power away, you leaked it and you need to just be like, I'm a beast. I got this. So like, boom. And then it's done, you know, and you're not like, Oh, like I can't, you know, whatever, you know, love. Um, and, and I, I, I love that. I'm always like, I have, uh, one of my friends, she like her style of taking like of kid phrasing is just like out of this world. Like her kids, like literally like so brilliant. And I'm like, wow. And knew about sex since she was like three years old, you know, like they just like are so open with the conversation and just seeing her, you know, I just didn't know parenting could be like that, you know? And, and I think that I, I always have this thing where it's like the, like the baby's coming through you, but like the universe is taking care of the baby, you know? And it's like, the more that you are like this powerful goddess mother, like the better of an example it is for your kid. And I don't know, I feel like in the past we had tribes, you know? So it's like, like, it's, it's not actually, I don't, you know, and I know there's so much conflict. I don't personally feel like it's that healthy to be the only one taking care of your kid. Like I think having the kid have lots of imageries and like being able to collect different data from like different moms and different women, um, or, you know, people in general, like actually, I think that helps them grow a lot faster because otherwise they're, they're strongly attaching to the mom's identity, which I think is why we get these, you know, traits like passed down super strong. Whereas like when they have more images to observe, they can be like, Oh, like, what do I actually want? You know, like they can kind of pick the ones that like, feel like good for them, you know? Mm, that's fascinating. It's fascinating. And I, I just keep hearing this, this thing that you taught me, it's kind of switching gears to business, but it's all about this mindset of, of how powerful we are. I remember at a talk that I saw, I think it was the retreat that we first met at. Um, I took your session and I remember you talking about business. Cause a, a lot of us were business owners there and you were doing this mindset reframe around looking at our businesses as babies. And it was so potent and powerful. And, and you were talking about how so many of us, we start these businesses, and this is for all the business owners out there listening, how often you start a business and you expect it immediately to be able to give you money and feed you and make you happy and give you all of these things. When really it's like this little baby that you've birthed and like how much love and nurture and care can we give it versus like expecting it to make you happy. And that is something else that one of my other friends, Melissa Dugalecki talks about is we outsource our happiness to our work when really can we be the people that bring the happiness, the passion and the joy to our work. And so I just felt like that had to come through to be said for someone to hear it. I don't know why, but, um, I, I love that reframe you gave me a couple of years ago and I just have seen that shift and build and grow. And, um, yeah, it was so, so good. So powerful. Like we are so powerful. 
Yes. I love that so much. Yeah. I'm always like, okay, this is a dream seed. You got to water the dream seed and like keep watering the dream seed. It's working. You're just still watering the dream seed, you know? And I think it's like, it's so easy to be like, the dream seed's not working. Scratch it. Next dream seed. And it's like, no, it takes a certain amount of energy and every business is different. Right. And every woman is different. And, you know, and it's like, it's like daily love daily love, daily love. And it's just like dating somebody, you know, and I, (laughs) it's like, how do you turn on that spark for yourself every day of like, Oh, I get to play with my business. It's going to be so much fun. I get to play with my money. Oh, you know, and it's like to continuously decide like this relationship gets to be beautiful and powerful and sexy and magical and like all the things. Um, but yeah, it, it is just like, activating that so that you keep creating these new neural pathways and you're not like going back to old ways, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, I'm curious, do you have any like tangible takeaway things that the woman listening right now, she wants to just like, okay, Samantha squared, I hear you all on all of this stuff. What can I go do in my life today? What shifts can I make? Is there anything that's like super potent for you to share? You know, I think we can think of gratitude as being played out, but gratitude and celebration, but it's not because it it literally is the continuous daily practice of gratitude and celebration, because that is what keeps you connected to the quantum. It keeps you connected to the universe, you know? So our main job is to be like in connection and in harmony with the universe. So then you're connected to the largest power source available, you know? So if you can take action all day from like, yeah, this action's so good, even if it's small, you know, you're like, yeah, like I'm so connected to myself in the universe. Like, yes, I'm writing this email, powerful email, boom, awesome. Writing this next social media, boom, powerful. And the and the more consistently you can like get into that space of gratitude, that compound over time is really like kind of like it's like a mathematical equation of like adding increased life, adding increased life, adding, and then one day it's like, oh, okay, boom, you know, and I feel like that's like the biggest piece is like, how can you feel good most of the day, you know? And it's like, you know, we all have our rough moments and things like that. But the moment you have a rough moment, you know, you're in separation, you know, you know that like, okay, something's in separation. Okay. Let me talk to my baby goddess. Like, let me go in, like, like, you know, wrap a blanket around you and like meditate, you know, do whatever needs to happen until you feel that connection again. Yeah. Mm, so good. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. So I know that we are at time. I feel like we could keep going, but I want to wrap us up and put it in a beautiful little bow. So is there anything that you haven't shared yet that is feeling called to be shared? Well, I know you asked about Gene Keys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe that's a separate podcast. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to dive in cool, but if not, you know. Yeah. I think I'll just say Gene Keys is like, something that you can use to nourish yourself for a lifetime, you know? And so it's like, just to like dive in, read about it. Don't rush with it. Just take your time and like piece by piece, it's going to like make sense. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. And we, we, <laughs> might, we might need to just do another one that's specifically on Gene Keys. <laughs> yeah. 
And, and the one thing that I, I love about these tools, like I, I like to get really clear that these are tools for me, at least this is my interpretation. These are tools to understand yourself more deeply. It does not, I, I sometimes see, and I'm curious if you see this, I see women outsourcing their power to the tools. It's like, well, this says that I'm a this, so I can't possibly work for more than one hour a day, or this says this about me. So I'm never going to make money, or I'm only going to make money if, or I'm, I'm meant to be alone or do you see that happening? Oh, absolutely. And I feel like I'm always like hyper mindful of that, of like how I teach it of like your, your point of that will be different. And it's like, you'll know that it's off if it feels bad, or if you're not getting the results, then it's like, okay, you've overdone it or overshot it, you know? And so I do feel like that's really important. And it kind of puts you in circumstantial power, you know, instead of like putting you in like unconditional power, you know? And I do feel like that is like a really big piece. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel like it depends on who you're learning from because I definitely had some heavier instructors in the beginning that I feel like actually took me down a little hole. And so I feel when I teach it, I'm always like, let's just like, you know, like let's make sure it's like on the elevation, you know, and even this next round of hyperblink. I like decided to teach it so differently so that we can like, you know, I'm like, let's just not even look at the shadow, not to avoid it, but like, it's going to clean up when it wants to, like, let's just like focus over here. <laughs> wow. I love that. I love that evolution. I was just listening to a podcast with Daniel Page and, and Lori Ladd, and they were talking about how they're constantly um, evolving. And so a program that they would have put out two years ago, like no longer resonates. And while some people stick to that because you know, having a program that works over and over and over again might make them a millionaire. It just vibrationally for them, that's, it's not it. And it doesn't feel aligned anymore. So I, I love that you are, are shifting where you're going with it and you're following your intuition and, and what you feel like gets to, gets to open up for people. That's awesome. Yeah. Every, every single round of hyperbling for me has been a completely different program. I just like, I'm I know I'm evolving. Like there's no way I could teach like old information. And that's why I think like people go to colleges and they're taking a class and they're like exhausted because they're just like listening to recycled information, you know? And I, and I feel like that's, what's so leading edge about all of us coaches is like, no, we're literally like, nope, this is what's relevant and real in this moment. And, you know, so I feel like it's a very different frequency. Yeah. So good. So, so, so good. Well, girlfriends, it has come to that moment. Where can people find you? Where can they work with you? Tell us where we can get your magic. Yay. Uh, Samantha Love Blossom is my Instagram. So I post a lot there. SamanthaBlossom.com is my website. So you can always find me there. And yeah, I'd love hearing from you. So if you have like questions or you know, just like send me a little DM and Instagram. If you want me to like write a post on something or a blog on something, I'm really good at that. So just let me know. Amazing. 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 Girlfriend, any last final words to the woman who's like, Samantha, I want to live my life full out. I want to step forward powerfully. What do I need to know? I would just say, you know, do the things that light you up <laughs> and yeah. And just go for it and keep doing the things that light you up because that's, what's going to turn on something in your system. And it's like, the more you do that, the more things just like open up, you know? So I would just say, keep opening up. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. 
If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.